On today's episode, we talk to master trainer Jeff Fox about what to do when you feel like quitting. So if you're running into a plateau or you know someone who's thinking about quitting, make sure you get them to listen to this before they give up. Now take a deep breath, stick around, and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome back to the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. I'm your host, Candace Curry, joined here with my co-host, Andrew Gabell. Question for you, Andrew. You yes. recently shared with me that you've gone back into working out again and eating healthier. That is true. I have. Yeah. How's that been going? Uh, it's actually going pretty good. I feel like it's actually going better than some of the other times I've attempted it. Um, so I'm still going strong. Um, That's but good. Yeah. Yeah. What What kind of caused you to, I don't know, stop the last time or quit when you would... Um, I don't think it was so much that there was like a moment where I threw my hands up and I was like, I quit and just stopped, you know, going. But, uh, it's kind of one of those things where life gets in the way or one day of not going to the gym turns into two, turns into a week. And then you're out of that routine. And then something else in your life replaces that routine. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what happened the last time. But I will say this episode is perfect timing, um, for me personally, because after going back to the gym, starting to eat healthy again, I am kind of having a rough week. Out of nowhere, Monday, random depression kind of hit me. And then I've also did a new workout and I'm like ridiculously sore. So this is a tougher week. Um, mm-hmm. So I think an episode like this of what to do when you're feeling like that um, and you're, you know, considering quitting, I guess, when things get tough, um, it'll be good to kind of hear some of the tips. And so on today's episode, we have our master trainer, Jeff Fox. He's also one of the both baseball coaches at Chapman University. He's joining us today. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing, man? Well, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. Uh, first question for you, Jeff, is why do we quit, Jeff? Why do we do it? Uh, Quitting is a whole lot easier than doing, right? I guess It's, it's oh, a lot. Of, yeah. You know, I can sit and watch hours of Maury Povich. <laughs> I can I can literally sit there and watch and eat popcorn and just be you know is he the father? Right. I have he? no idea. Gotta find you out. know this is you know Gotta crazy. Yeah. So I sit on the edge of my seat. I watch that and before I know it, it's noon. Right. Time for lunch. Right. Have a good lunch. Mm-hmm. And then now Jerry Springer's on. And we right. know right. how Jerry Springer oh, turns God. out. You so can't, you can't miss it. So, right. you know, it's a lot easier to sit around. Do you even have to switch channels? No, that's the best I know. part. You it's on the same the network. Like you lose the remote. That's the best Doesn't part. Matter. Right. Yeah. Life's pretty easy at that point. Mm-hmm. So what better way to just spend a, you know, a Thursday afternoon. Right. You know, or a Thursday completely, you know. So, you know, getting a little bit serious, what do you think is the biggest culprit in leading people to quit that sure. you've seen as a sure. trainer? I think you just mentioned it before. You just get out of a routine. You get out of, we call it rhythm, right? You right. just get out of a rhythm. So now all of a sudden, you know, two, three days go by and you're like, where did even my gym shorts go? Like, right. I have no idea where right. that right. stuff is. Right. So I think the hardest thing is just staying on track. You know, right. that, that's always the most difficult thing. A lot of times I even tell members, half the battle is just getting to the gym. Right. You get yourself to the gym and then all of a sudden, hey, I can do this, do that. And before you know it, you've, you've got yourself an hour workout in and you feel good and you go home feeling happy that time. So the right. hardest part is just getting there and finding, you know, how can I do it? When can I do it? And, and that's, the, that's the challenge. Right. I feel like sometimes, though, people quit because they hit a, a plateau in their workout. You know, they're not losing weight anymore. They're not seeing a change. And so what advice would you give to people who have hit that plateau and 
they they want to get over it. Sure, just quit. <laughs> <laughs> just give up at that like point. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of the end. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, obviously plateauing happens. That, that's that, that's going to happen to anybody. It doesn't matter if you've been a bodybuilder all your life or if you're brand new to working out kind of a thing. So the biggest thing when it comes to plateauing is mixing up your routines. You know, that ends up really being the, the big, and that's a hurdle you know, for a lot mm-hmm. of people because they get in a groove or again, we go back to rhythm, right? They get in a right. rhythm of, Hey, I'm going to do this, 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 and I'm just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden that monotony kicks in and you start looking around, looking at butterflies in the air and you go, all right, now what, you know, we right. kind of get tired of it. And then we start getting that plateau stage. Uh, the biggest thing is we have to find ways to jumpstart that that engagement again with our mind and with our body and like that getting that drive going again. exactly yeah and that's where the variety really kicks in so being able to have multiple exercises that you can then start going to mm-hmm. you know hey instead of doing a leg press why don't I do squats instead you know little things like that just cha- changing the variance in terms of what you're doing exercise wise uh, will allow your body to start getting engaged again and now all of a sudden we're going back into a better stronger rhythm we're starting to feel like hey things are working out better you know uh, positively for me and now I'm seeing the results again right what about like if you're actually not tired of doing the same routine Sure. You know, like this you know is a I mean? good routine, like, but I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like you aren't necessarily bored with it. You still think it's kind of somewhat of a challenge, but you you like it. It gets you to go to the gym. This routine that you do. Sure. So can there be like a you're doing a new routine, but now you're not going to like going to the gym. So now you're not even going to do the first step, which is showing up. Sure. How do you so that? you know, the, the biggest thing really truly is that we have to. I always tell clients this: when you're uncomfortable. That means you're doing things right. Hmm. Okay. And when you first start started out that first routine that you are now 100% comfortable with, it's a cool thing for you. Was it comfortable when you first started? Probably right. not. Right. right. It, it probably was uncomfortable. Your muscles were sore. You ached a little bit. Right. You know, my heart rate got going, you know, right. all these things were happening. Now all of a sudden I'm really comfortable with this routine and now it's pretty dang easy. I'm not getting the benefit out of it. I have to make myself uncomfortable again. Right. And guess what? You just do that for like two weeks. You get back into that old routine again that was comfortable, you know, at that point in time. Now, all of a sudden, that routine becomes uncomfortable again for those muscles. Right. Now, we can go back to it and we can get more benefit from it again. Mm. So, really, you know, you can hit the rinse and repeat button, but it's just a matter of having that little bit of a gap in between those, you know, mixing up the, the exercises, maybe just focusing on cardio only you know, or, or just strength training, you know, whatever it might be, flexibility, mobility, things like that. All of a sudden you focus on those for a couple of weeks. Hey, now let me get back into my actual routine that I was doing before. Right. And boom, we start taking off again in terms of production and and results. So hopefully that kind of solves the plateau issue, which is leading, you know, leads a lot of people to want to quit when they stop seeing results. That's a way to kind of jumpstart your results again. Sure. Exactly. I mean, do you have any advice or some tips on daily small goals that you can give our listeners for those that are kind of lacking motivation? Sure. I think the biggest thing that I focus on with clients is uh, we call it a phrase. There's a phrase we've coined. It's called moving forward. Okay. We need to find ways that we can move forward uh, in, in every aspect of our life. You know, I think a lot of times we get fixed on just the workout part, just the diet part. Well, there's other things in life that are going on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that might slow us down. Depression, you know, whatever it might be, okay? Uh, my work, 
you know, my work environment's got me just in a lull right now. And now that's affecting my workouts, you know, wherever the case might be. So we talk about opportunities and in those opportunities every single day, how can we move forward in those opportunities? And really we focus on one aspect and that's effort. You know, it's the only thing that we really have control over. So if we can control our effort and make the effort our best in any of those opportunities that we come up with in that given day, now we should be able to move forward. And if we're moving forward on, on any given day, imagine that day, that week, that month, and now that year. And I think a lot of times we just get so fixed on one aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we might hit a bump on the road with that one, but what about the next opportunity? What about the next one, the next one, the next one? So as a, as a client or even as, as a trainer, I want to fixate on that day. What do we want to solve that day? How do we want to improve that day? How do we want to move forward that day? And if we can do that and now challenge ourselves to do it again tomorrow, we're going to put ourselves in a position where we hopefully don't hit those lulls and don't get to that plateau mark and continue to move forward every day. That's great advice. Yeah, focus on the opportunities. I've never heard anyone put it like that, but that's really great advice. Yeah, you know, it, it's really easy to, to just fix on one aspect of life. And if that one aspect of life isn't going well, well, then throw your hands up in the right. air and go, well, then everything's going to suck yeah. now. Right. So um, we can't do that. We have to look at, in totality, throughout the day, there's opportunities everywhere. And sometimes we have to even create them ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's, again, getting back to being uncomfortable. Create the opportunity. That's mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Well, if we can even do that for ourselves, guess what? We're going to start moving forward again. Right. So, you know, it, it's tough. It's, it's, uh, we talk a lot about accountability and, and taking action and, and doing those kind of things from an individual standpoint. That's just what you have to do. I mean, that's, right. that's a part of life in a sense, too. I think what goes along with that is you can be personally accountable for your own life, but there are, you obviously impact probably other people in your life, whether you have a wife or kid or whatever it might be. So is it important to have kind of a support system to uh, take opportunities that are uh, presented that aren't in your normal routine? And what I'm kind of getting at is, let's say you work out at lunch every day and you weren't able to go because a meeting went long or whatever happens and now you can't go. So instead you're like, I should go after work now, but that's not in the normal routine. Is it important to have a support system like a wife or someone that's like, okay, I know that this is important to you, so I'm gonna shift my schedule so that you can keep moving forward. Do you do you find like that people need that support system to help them? Oh sure, w- without a doubt. Uh, I think you know, regardless if it's a, a significant other, if it's friends, you know, relatives, whatever it might be, having that support system system is really important. Uh, not just you know if you're a client and a trainer, but even a member of a gym going to another member of a gym, right? right you know, right. even even having that kind of camaraderie uh, within the actual facility itself is important. So it just keeps everybody moving forward again. Uh, and I think that's the, the biggest biggest key in terms of your, your results and, and you being productive. So, you know, for me, you know, my wife and, and our two boys, I mean, that's, that's all the motivation I need. And, and we work well with each other in terms of, hey, you know what, she's got a stay late, you know, at her office and, and I need to go pick up the boys that day. And, and now she can then go and get, get her workout done afterwards. And right. I still have the boys and I'm cooking up dinner and all that fun stuff. And she right. come home and Hey, life's, life's good at that point. Right. right. So we have that kind of working relationship and, and that's always important to, to anyone's. Yeah. Uh, to know. have someone that can be flexible with you and, and kind of work with you. Have you found that people that work out with others have more success than those that kind of go to the gym solo? 
I think so. It depends on the individual, right? You know, if you're a self-motivator, it doesn't matter if you're with somebody or if you're by yourself, you're going to be pretty good in terms of getting the results you're looking for. Um, I would still argue to an extent, though, with that individual, they probably still need someone to spot them as they're trying to lift a certain weight or or, or improve themselves, you know, physically in certain aspects anyways. Um, But yes, definitely having somebody that can be there with you. You know, we're always you know, competition, right, kind of naturally comes out of us in a sense. Um, And so I think because of that, if you are with somebody, now all of a sudden, hey, you know, you lifted that, uh, I'm going to try to lift that now, you know, and I'm going to try to go five pounds heavier, you know, or do an extra rep than you did kind of thing. So (laughs) exactly. And before you know it, you start finding yourself at the end of the workout going, man, I actually pushed myself a little bit harder than I thought I was going to. And I got more out of it. And now, you know, the results are are pouring in, so to speak. Is that kind of the reason in a sense that personal training was kind of created so that you have someone, I mean, one, the guidance, the educational component of it, but also you have someone every single time that you know their schedule is going to line up with your schedule and they're going to be there. Is that kind of, is that kind of the role that a personal trainer plays? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, we, we never, we never, never gets old, right. Having somebody just yelling at us in our, in our face. Right. I mean, that's just, that's all I do every day. I just yell at people in their face the entire time in their right, ear. I'm sure I can right? imagine you just screaming at people, Jeff. I'm sure. Um, no, I think, yes. Ha- having that personal trainer, right. Having somebody who's knowledgeable. Again, we go back to what we talked about earlier. How do I mix up my routines? Right. You know, I'm comfortable with this and, and how can I just change it up a little bit for a small amount of time before I go back to the, the routine again? having that personal trainer allows that flexibility, right? Allows you to be able to not only push yourself every day, uh, but have someone that can kind of mix things up in a way to where you're constantly engaged muscle wise and and memory wise. I kind of wanted to go back to the whole, like changing your way of thinking about your situation. Um, I, I understand that it's like, it's easier said than done for a lot of people. And so sometimes setbacks do happen. What, advice would you give to people that you know feel like they could use a rest day but they're feeling kind of guilty they think that it's going to take them off like their course of staying on this healthy road sure you know i think one of the biggest biggest areas that we tend to overlook um, when it comes to the health side of things is rest you know so much so you know nowadays it's Mm. you have to work out 24 7 if you want to be fit (laughs) That's no, that's like. <laughs> right. I mean, that, you know, you ate a cookie, you know, I, it's one of those things like we, we we're so health conscious sometimes or we, we get so infatuated with, you know, it's got to be this 24 um, seven that we lose sight of the fact that actually rest is important. Uh, eat, you know, a nutritionist will even tell you, like, have a bad meal a week. Please do that, you know, because what it does is it tells your body, hey, listen, something bad's coming in right now. I need you to break this down for me, please. I need you to handle it. (laughs) Handle it for me, stomach. (laughs) But it's amazing because let's just say you go eight, nine months without. Let's just say you eat nothing but carrots for nine months, right? Okay. And you're that clean with your health. All of a sudden, you eat a cookie. Your body has no idea what's going on. So it literally will go into food coma at that point. Like it'll shut down. Hmm. Body, like internally, things are happening that it just—it's not going to turn out well for you. So having those moments of vulnerability, mm-hmm. where you know what? Yeah, I had a bad meal this week. Okay, right. that's not the end of the world. Right. Um, we're human. Okay, right. having a bad, you know, going and enjoying. Okay, I'll give you this. So this coming Saturday, my boys and I, we're gonna, or and my wife and I, we're going to go watch an Angels game. I'm probably going to have a hot dog, right? You know, <laughs> right, I mean, right, it's just, right, right? We're, right. we're just naturally going to enjoy ourselves at the game. Right. I'm not going to feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying my time with my family, watching a baseball game. Like, right. this is pretty cool. This is pretty fun. 
hey, guess what? Next day, yeah, I'm right back into the grind, so to speak, and, and I'm getting back after it again. But mm -hmm. take the time, rest, get sleep, enjoy life for times that you can enjoy life. Because um, right. it's only going to then give you even more motivation when you do go back to the gym. Hey, I'm excited to be back here again. Yeah, I 100% you know, agree because I feel like if you go too hard, that that kind of lead, that could lead up to you wanting to quit and right. feeling overly exhausted and right. tired. Yeah, sure. Rest is super important. Because yeah, it's at that point you're just forcing yourself to do something. Right. You aren't actually finding out that you can enjoy working out. You're just like grinding at it. Like I have to do this. Yeah, I have, I have to, to do yeah. this. And you aren't actually allowing yourself the potential to discover that you like doing right. it. Right. Like Jeff said, enjoy life. That's actually <laughs> well, and you know, everything in moderation, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's that's life. That's how our bodies were born and bred to do. You know, enjoying things in, in moderation so to speak and you know think of it from an addictive side of things right you see those that are addicted to whatever things just spin out of control at, at one point in time in their lives because they get so fixed on that whatever it is and it could be the gym they might mm -hmm. get addicted to the gym and just be there all day every day mm -hmm. what's going on with the rest of their life right mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. you go outside those walls and what's happening mm -hmm. um it's probably nothing nothing positive mm -hmm. so Again, living life in moderation, in a sense, enjoying those moments, but also making sure you're staying healthy at the same time. Right. Finding a balance. Exactly. So, Jeff, you're an experienced, uh, fit, knowledgeable, all of these sure. things, all of these sure. accolades. Somebody gave me a piece uh, of paper that said that, at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, master trainer for us. Have you ever felt like quitting or giving up at something? Sure. You know, I think... I'll go back to my playing days, right? I, I think, you know, you go for that, you go in that 0 for 20 slump as a hitter and you start wondering, okay, you know, do I just need to stop or, right. or, you know, or is somebody going to tell me that I need to stop, right? You know, you're going to have a coach come to you and say, Hey, come to my office. And there, you know, life's over at that point in right. terms of, in terms of your career. So yeah, you have those moments where you go, okay, should I just end it? And you know, the biggest thing for me, um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a faith-driven person, and so I always believe that we're never given more than we can handle. And I understand that, you know, I'm going to go through trials and tribulations in a sense, right? I mean, life's going to push on me. Right. Um, and I just need to trust myself, trust my ability, and trust and, and, and understand that this is not more than what I can handle, right? right? You know, I'm going to be able to now push through this in some form or fashion. I'm going to struggle with it. But if I push through it, I'm going to become a whole lot more stronger at the end of the day. And I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and that's what's really allowed me to embrace those moments, embrace the struggle, Right? right. I think right. it's kind of the, yeah. the, the phrase that sometimes we even use with our with all use it with a client, even, mm -hmm. you know, embrace the burn, embrace the struggle, because we do feel like giving up at that point in time. But if we can just push through it a little bit, um, now all of a sudden we become a little bit stronger. Now, the next time we do it, we're a little bit stronger. Next time we do it, now all of a sudden it becomes easy. You know, we start going through that process and we see the results. And now all of a sudden, hey, if that ever comes up again, I can always go back to how I attacked it before. And I can even become better and, and, and push through it even easier. Right. Yeah. I kind of like that idea, that concept of you're almost flipping the script on embracing the, uh, the struggle. Like instead of most people mm -hmm. don't want to struggle, but if you can flip the script and actually look forward to the struggle, you're almost never going to want to give up again. Exactly. And, and there's even phrases that we'll use too. So instead of you got a person in a plank position, for example, okay, what's the one thing they're probably telling themselves? Don't fall down. Don't fall down. Don't fall down. You know, Jeff said, I got to stay here for 60 seconds. Don't fall down. Don't fall down. Well, if we have that negative connotation going on in our heads. What's probably going to happen? You're going to fall down. Right, right. <laughs> You're just naturally going right. to fall down. So if you are actually telling yourself, stay up, 
stay up, stay up. You can do this. You've got this. Whatever positive phrases you need to throw in your mind at that point in time mentally, now all of a sudden, not only are you going to push through those 60 seconds that I just asked for, you probably push through another 10, 15, maybe another 30 seconds afterwards. Right. Um, only because you're flipping the script in a sense. You're, you're, you're now using this struggle and embracing it in a positive way. Right. And now all of a sudden we find ourselves in a much more better situation afterwards. All right. Well, real quick, I want to take a break and do something special here that uh, I haven't told you about, Jeff. Oh, but no. it's not—it's not too crazy. Okay. Uh, but I want to play a clip. So we've known each other for a long time, and Candace, in fact, interviewed you um, on our Ask a Trainer series on YouTube. Yes, sir. And uh, there's a pretty funny episode we did there that I want to play real quick, just the audio. If you want to actually see it, you can go on our YouTube channel and check it out. But uh, uh, check out this clip of uh, uh, someone sent in a question: What's the best way to tone the tummy area? And this is what Jeff had to say. Welcome back to another segment of Ask a Trainer. Today I'm here with Master Trainer Jeff. Jeff, cranks, or cranks. Yeah, cranks. Yeah. Crunches. Do them four times a week. <laughs> Just crank them out. All. Crunches, yes. planks, sit-ups. Yes, all What's those. What's the best way for toning the tummy area? Uh, tummy area, first and foremost, don't do any of those things called crunches. Don't do them. No crunches. Do zero crunches. Wow, yes. okay. Planks, supermans, any of those kind of holding positions that you have to really keep your core nice and tight and hold yourself there for as long as possible, that's going to give you the optimal amount of core strength and awesome looking abs at the end of it. Awesome. No crunches? Send us your questions, follow us on YouTube, and we'll see you next time. I sound a lot happier right there. <laughs> Well, well, that's because you had done your cranks for that day. You had gotten the cranks out of the way. Oh, anyway, man. I thought that that was just that I I just ran across Throwing that again. That, like, that was a, that was like a very cranks. fun day. That, that was, was a, that was yes. fun. So yeah, those Ask a Trainer series is pretty good information. It's on our YouTube channel if you want to check it out. Also on the blog. Also yes. on the blog. Yes, that's right. Living healthy blog. So, okay, at the end of every episode, we do something called actionable advice where we, we want our listeners to take something home with them that they can actually kind of focus on because sometimes, you know, we ramble or we go off. So if someone's considering quitting or things are getting tough, what are three things, what are a few things people can do to try and get past that? Sure. I think the biggest, I'll give you two that I really, that those are kind of my go-tos in a sense. Um, one, we're all visual learners. Okay, so do something visually to get yourself inspired. So, you know, right now we're in the middle of summer, okay? Um, if we're back into, let's just say, February, March timeframe, I do this with pretty much every client of mine. So, okay, go pick out a swimsuit that is a little bit tight right now and do that because I want you to now hang that in your closet or somewhere, you know, where you can visibly see it on a daily basis and let that be a constant motivator for you as you go about your day. You know, mm -hmm. hey, I wanna make sure that I'm fitting into that thing come, well, I guess here in California, we can do this every day, right, right. Range, but you know, <laughs> right. come those summer months, like I wanna make sure I'm actually in that thing, fitting in it, it looks good on me, right. one of those kind of things. And it's, it's just that constant, uh, constant reminder. Okay. Uh, same thing in terms of just getting to the gym. So visually, have your gym bag in your passenger side. You know, in that passenger seat, there it is. And now all of a sudden you get in your car, you're gonna go home and there's your bag right there. Oh, you know what? I haven't used you yet. Let me make sure I run over to the gym real quick, 
take you out, work with you a little bit, and then and then get back home, so to speak. If you're one of those kind of people, obviously, if it's there in the morning, hey, you know, right there, I'm ready to rock and roll. Get to the gym in the morning, use them, shove them in the back. Now at that point, it's now gone. It's done for the day. I don't have to worry about the rest of the day. Those kind of things. And the third part would then be going back to what we talked about with moving forward. So again, every day, write down for yourself what are the opportunities I'm gonna I'm gonna face today. And then in what way is my effort going to be at its best where I can move forward? And what are my goals then for that day, that week, and maybe even that month? Obviously, we want to to focus more on that day, but we can even look at weekly and monthly what we're trying to accomplish. And I think having those three things as kind of visual spots for you, um, I think that's just going to help you down the road. All right. Great. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're not quitting. We're just taking a two-week break until our next episode. Uh, We want to thank our guest, master trainer, and all-around swell guy, Jeff Fox, for joining us on the program today. Thank you very much, Andrew. And don't forget, this podcast is about you guys, the listeners, and what you're interested in. So hit us up on social media and use the hashtag livinghealthypodcast, or you can email us. Yes, at blog at lafitness.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're listening to us right now. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we hope that if you're going through a slump or you're feeling like giving up, you'll use some of the tips you learned here today to keep yourself going. So until we meet again in two weeks, we'll see you in the gym. Hang in there. All right, Jeff, so um, we're going to have you read our legal disclaimer as fast as you can. You've never seen this before. As fast as you can. You know, like those commercials where they ran with real fast. I want you to read as fast as possible. You've never seen it before, right? This is a monster truck commercial, and I'm trying to read this off as fast as possible. Exactly. Exactly. Sweet. Can I confirm that you've never seen this before? I have never seen this before. And here we go. This product should not replace any exercise program or restrictions, any dietary supplements or restrictions, or any other medical recommendations from your primary care physician. Before starting any exercise program or diet, make sure it's approved by your doctor. Woo! Nailed it! That Um, was amazing. It says podcast, not product. Uh, Oh. Oh, well. Oh, he almost won. Okay, that was pretty good. Okay. (laughs)